Hello everybody and welcome to the show. You are listening to me, Natalie Miller-Snell, and this is Seize the Day. Woohoo! Welcome to the show, folks. You have got me on my own today and I'm super excited for it because today is my 150th show. I can't believe it. And also next month, so next month will be July 2023, it is five years since I started Seize the Day blows my mind I actually can't believe it I started this back then as a hobby it was oh, it was such a great venture to get involved with with Sheena over at the lesbian talk show and um, that that channel doesn't run anymore now I don't think I hosted the shows there as an opportunity to share as more well, as much knowledge as I have to help and support other people and it was a great platform and a great introduction for me into podcasting and I, I look back and I look, listen to the shows when I first started and I can hear my nerves it's fascinating and to think you know if I if I were to look five years ahead when I first started to think where I am now and the folk I've had on the show and this is the 150th episode I'd never have believed it So, you know, if there's something there to take about what we can achieve when we set out and we don't listen to the the doubt monster on our shoulder, because I did have one when I first started, you know, who's going to listen? Who's going to want to, you know, what have you got to say? Who's going to want to listen to what you've got to say? And lo and behold, folk do. And it does make a difference because, you know, even if just one person were to listen, the ripple effect beyond that is massive. So I am grateful to you. It's great to be doing this show. We are in season four and you've had four great episodes already. Now, if you haven't had the chance to to tuck in, the episodes that you've missed are Lisa Culper. She kicked us off my favorite meditation and yoga teacher on Insight Timer. We talk all good things, spiritual, energy, breathing, yoga and moon cycles. It's a great show. That was the first episode. Then the beautiful soul that is Pete Mosley joined me and we talked about the importance of inclusion and specifically relating to quieter folk and introverts and really the importance of just pausing and allowing people to have their say, get involved and how we can act as an ally and support others if they're not as energetically inclined as we might be. Show three was Claire Pedrick. Oh, that's a delicious show as well. We talk about the art of having a beautiful conversation, listening, pausing, allowing somebody else to speak and just engaging in some really great dialogue. And then last week, Nadia Nagamutu was on and oh, wow, what a great show again on inclusion, diversity and inclusion. Nadia is an expert in the field of DEI and we talk a great deal about how to be an inclusive leader. Let's face it, we're all leaders in our own right. So how we can be that inclusive person. And now today you've got me. And at the end of the show, I'll tell you what's coming up next. So our topic today is all about mindset. I recently mentioned in my Monday Quick Wins email a little bit about how to to refocus and change mindset and the, the impact our mindset has on day-to-day life. And if you're curious for the Monday Quick Wins emails, I'll leave a... Um, a link in the show notes for you to click on if you want to receive them. So today, as I mentioned, going to be talking about mindset. So what does that actually mean? Maybe some of you are familiar with uh, Carol Dweck, 
back, goodness, I think it's over 30 years or so ago now, she coined the expression growth mindset and looked at also a kind of fixed mindset as well. This is on the back of a study, I believe she did, with students exploring their attitudes to failure and came up with the terms fixed mindset and growth mindset to kind of describe the underlying beliefs that we have about learning and intelligence and how we can grow and develop and move forward and how we, you know, how we can assist ourselves. And her studies showed that the students who believed that they could get smarter, that believed that learning would enable them, actually they got stronger and they developed. So that mindset piece, the real belief that they could do it, the fixed mindset where one couldn't actually see a way out or it's not going to work, it's, you know, I'm not going to get any better, inhibited somebody from actually moving forward or reaching that higher achievement. So when the students thought, I can get smarter, you know, learning will help me and efforts get me there and I'll make higher achievements, they were able to do that. Now, more developments and greater research into neuroscience has helped us understand that the brain is really malleable. We can, it's it's very plastic, we can really influence how we think and we can create these new pathways in our mind that help us see things differently. You'll have heard me in previous shows talk about, you know, gratitude, the benefits of being grateful and how that can help us focus and look at things differently. When we're grateful, when we see the positive, when we're able to see what went well, that helps us think about things in a completely different way, in a positive way, which then enables us to grow. So it's about looking at our mindset, understanding how we see things, what's the belief behind how we're operating and giving ourselves just a slightly different narrative, a little bit of a reframe which will then influence our behavior and how we operate, how we show up and what we do, which will then influence the results. So there's a real link between mindset, behavior, outcomes. This three kind of ABC sequence or one, two, three, or even the, um, I don't know if any of you have read the book by James Clear, Atomic Habits. It's a great book if you haven't. He talks about this using different language, but effectively looking at the kind of intention and the habit that you want to form, not focusing on the outcome at the end, because as I talk in coaching as well, that can often be too much. If we focus on the outcome rather than actually where our mind's at, we might not be able to achieve the behavioral change that we need to get to the outcome. So it's the sequence we need to look at, starting at what is our belief system? What is it that's showing up for us and how are we thinking to support that? Now, let me give you a few examples about that. We will always find evidence to support our thinking. So, for example, if you wanted to buy a red mini, chances are you're going to start seeing red minis everywhere. If you wanted to buy a new house, you'll just see new signs for houses everywhere. If you know someone who's pregnant, You'll see loads of people who are pregnant around you. We find evidence to support what it is that we're thinking about. So it stands to reason that if we're thinking negatively about something, or if we don't actually believe we're going to achieve something, we'll find the evidence to support that. And then we'll go back through the cycle. So we won't move beyond our mindset. Our behaviors won't change and therefore we won't hit the outcome because it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. So for example, 
if I believe actually, do you know, it doesn't matter whatever I do, I'm never going to lose weight. I probably won't go to the gym or I might eat something else that's perhaps not necessarily going to help with the weight loss, which then will self-fulfill that prophecy because actually I won't see any weight loss and then I'll just carry on in that negative cycle. Conversely, if I believe, do you know what, I'm going to start to lose weight, I'm going to change how I see things. So I might not eat that, um, perhaps a donut or something, let's say. And I'll be more inclined to take myself to the gym because I'll believe that results will follow. And then I'll start to see the results. So then I'll continue with that behavior. So it's about how we go about this. I want to write a book, which I've mentioned in these shows before. If I told myself, I don't bother with it, you're not, you know, or if I didn't believe that I would actually be able to write a book, I wouldn't make time to sit down and write. And then because I haven't written, I'm living into that framework that actually I'm never going to achieve this. I'm never going to write the book. So I'm just, you know, rego- I'm going around that cycle and that circle. Whereas I had a great coaching session with a colleague the other day and we were, you're coaching each other and we were looking at mindsets and we were looking at um, self-limiting beliefs. And part of it was to set a natural goal so we could think about it, but give ourselves a time. And again, this is what James Clear talks about in his Atomic Habits, stacking habits to make them a bit easier. That sequence in peace that helps us get to the outcome and helps us with our mindset. So I'm, I put a, a habit into something I already do. On a Friday morning, I go out for a walk with my friend well, after we've done the school run. And I then said, I am going to sit down at my desk at 10 o'clock after I've walked with my friend Charlotte and I'm going to spend at least three hours writing. So I've got this thing now. I know I can do it. My first day will be on Friday, the day after the show airs, actually. So please, if you want to message me and see how I got on, you can do that. I'm, I'm going to do this. And then from Fridays onwards, this is going to be my repeat behavior pattern to get me to my outcome. I know I can do it. It's, a, it's sustainable. It's on the back of a habit I already do with my walk with Charlotte. So it's going to work. When we go into perhaps fall into our habit that we want to change to help us with this mindset shift and to help us get to our goal, think about who do you want to be? Who is it you're aiming to be as part of this change that you want to do? And then think, what would they do in this situation? So going to the gym or eating something that's not necessarily healthy, what would an athlete do in this situation? for me writing what would a writer do when they need to write okay they sit down and write so that helps us actually form and consolidate those habits so looking at our mindsets how do we shift that potential fixed mindset of I'm not going to achieve something to yes do you know what I can do this it's about the belief system it's about rewording that limiting belief that you have and getting it so that it can, enable, it can enable you in a sustainable way. What does that look like for you? So let's give it a go. Write down a self-limiting belief that you have at the moment. What is it that's holding you back? What do you say, I can't do this or I'm never going to get that or, you know, X, Y and Z always happen so I never get there. How can you look at that? How can you reframe or how can you question yourself does this serve me and if it doesn't serve you what language shift do you need to make to help that become more sustainable for you what's the story for you 
What's the change that you want to make? And look at things in your life where you've been successful before. Draw on that. If you can do those things, what else is possible? How else can you change your belief? How else can you adjust it to support what you need to do? So think about Carol Dweck and her great bit of research over 30 years ago now, still very much alive and used and drawn upon in the world today. And we know from neuroscience, the impact, the change we can make to our minds. We can do this. It takes work, but we can do this. We are able to change and rewire our mind. And you can do it in stages if you like. You can go from fixed to kind of mixed. I've seen somewhere, I like this expression, to then into growth. So, you know, follow that path. What is your mindset? How do you want to change it? And how can you change it? And then what can be an action that you do to sustainably start something but know you'll be able to repeat it and then celebrate the success. Small steps, small steps. And let me know how you get on. I'd love to know. So we are now in June, folks. This is Erin in June. It's the 8th of June this show goes out. It's Pride Month. So my next two shows, it would be unreasonable if they weren't Pride related. I've got two amazing shows lined up for you. Next week, kicking us off, is Leng Montgomery. He is a gorgeous trans man and he uses his story to enable folk around him to A, learn from people within the trans community about their stories, not listening to the media-led narrative. What actually goes on? It's a really powerful show and I highly encourage listening. He's a really lovely guy who I got to meet this year, actually. And then closing us out, show seven at the end of this season is Lee Winter, my favourite lesbic author, my favourite sapphic author, as lots of you may already know. Very self-indulgent show for me. We're closing out talking about her recent books, which I'm really excited about. Other things to let you know about, Gap is launching again this summer. I am so excited. So come and join me, 17th of July. There is a waitlist link that you can click on to get more information if you are keen. All be in the show notes, but it will be out on my social media too. I've got a free confidence and self-belief guide if you need that. Um, my Finding Your Purpose and the Confident You programs are on my website. And if you want to listen to any of the other shows, please click on your favourite platform where you listen to stuff and you'll be able to download it. It's been a delight doing this with you today. I hope it's been useful on the, uh, the mindset piece. Mindset, behaviour, outcome. When we look at our mindset, when we challenge the thinking that we, you know, automatically default into and challenge it. Actually, is this useful? Is it a bit fixed? Am I limiting myself? What is the limit? Where does it come from? How can I change it? What does that mean for as a behavioral change for me? What is it that I'm looking to do? And what, what can I do in a sustainable way? And then look at the outcome at the end. What is it you get? How do you celebrate that success? And let me know all about it. I'd love to hear from you. Wishing you well. Happy Pride Month, folks. And I will see you next week with Leng. Take care. Look after yourself. Keep well. You have been listening to Seize the Day with Natalie Miller-Snell. If you've enjoyed this show, please head over to seize the day 
www.simplecast.com for all of my other shows. If you're interested to hear more about coaching, please visit nmscoaching.co.uk. If you'd like to chew the fat over some of the topics in these podcasts, please come and join me at my Facebook group, Dare to Be You. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening.